so you're 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 a working, you're a working man now. So introduce yourself to working the camera, man. bro, and um, let's get this thing popping. Thank you for having me, Ted. Uh, my name is Pat Samaha, producer galore uh, of all sorts, uh, podcasts, shows, projects of any kind. That's so, me. Media creator. Media creator, content creator. Yeah. The, cri- the clips you've been putting out for a very long time, I mean, since as long as I've been following you and following only Feehan's, Karen Feehan and Jared Schwartz have been great. So when did you start to, uh, I guess, produce things? Dude. This is a long story. Yeah, so. let's, let's go, bro. We got time. Uh, so, basic story is uh, Jared is a friend from home. Uh, he wanted to start doing comedy one day. You know, I'm a supportive friend. Came out, started going to his open mics and stuff. Uh-huh. Eventually, you know, I start recording some sets and uh, start producing some shows. And I get into the comedy world. You producing and um, I guess putting together content. When did that really start? So, shout out, Usama Siddiqui gave me my first big break. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, there's going to be a lot of name drops on this Love podcast. it. Love it, bro. The I, I work with, love it, dude. I work with so many people. So. Yeah. Um, he did a show, a Mama's Boy show, one day. And I love Usama. We always had, like, a great relationship. And I, I gave him a ride home. And on that ride home, um, it was my pitch. So, I was like, hey, Usama, I do clips. If you want me, like, I'll show you a couple of mine, what I do, samples. Here you go. Uh, he started letting me do a clip a week for him for Mango Bay, and uh, that's how it started. So my Mango Bay clips did really well, and that's where he gave me the like opportunity to start and grow and practice, which I'm very grateful for. So when did that start? When, when, did, that you, when did you first um, do clips for him? That was I want to say right before the, I think March twenty 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 two twenty one twenty twenty one. So a year after the pandemic. Yeah. I'm only a year and a half in. Okay. Nice, man. And a, year, a year into content. Then now you are producing a show at The Stand at the end of April, you were telling me. So producing talk a little bit about Love that. Caddies, Love Caddies podcast. I Love saw Caddies that. show okay, uh, with TJ Francis and Brandon Barrera, April 28th, 7 p.m. at The Stand. Beautiful. Uh, that's where we'll be the first show. And yeah, we're going to do a audience interactive, like dating experience type of show, half oh. stand-up show. Okay, nice. And that's like the same as like the podcast kind of vibe. Like you bring yeah. on people and just talk about dates and yeah, dating and Yeah, we do such. a lot of... Phone calls, stuff okay, like nice, that. Man. We call up a lot of people and nice. talk about dating and love. So you're fully immersed in the podcast community. And then, how did you get in contact with Karen? Was that through Jared initially? By the way, guys, Jared Schwartz, you um should know him. He was on episode freaking I don't know, Pat. What episode was he on? Put the actual episode right here. If you guys are watching on Spotify, YouTube, you see it right here. Pat will be impressed by that. Me putting the the words right there. But anyway, Jared was on the uh, the podcast, so that's why we're talking a lot about Jared. But anyways, go ahead. And, uh, yeah, Karen, one day, she needed a producer. Um, her producer, you know, something happened. He, he dropped out. And she needed someone to fill in immediately. I have never produced a podcast before. Uh-huh. Um, she asked if I could do it. I asked a bunch of questions, and then she proceeded to ask me if I could do it again. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, I want to know if you could do it. I said, just yes. Uh-huh. So that's why I learned to say, if, if you want to do something, just say yes and then figure it out later. Dude, absolutely. I've heard and that a lot also. So I just said yes, and I, I figured it out later. It was a lot. I, I'm grateful for her as well. It was, mm-hmm. it was another situation where someone allowed me to just grow and learn about different things and learn how to create content, and turned out great. I mean... So in 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 producing your first podcast, what did you find to be like the most difficult? Because I remember like initially on the first sixty episodes of this podcast is episode two hundred and twenty eight or something, I believe. The first sixty episodes, I had a co-host here, 
producer Pat actually as yeah. well. That was his name. So um, he was for the most part handling like all the uploads to YouTube, editing any spots that we had to take out. But it did take me like an extra 30 episodes, probably to episode 90 before I really knew like everything that needed to be done with the podcast between putting it on YouTube, uh, chopping out clips and doing everything. So the first episode, how did that go? And then how do you feel like you've progressed throughout the time that you've been producing that podcast and other podcasts? Well, Jared, Jared being on the pod, you know, I would watch every week, you know, just to see what he's up to and what he's, what he's talking about. Cause you know, I want to see him do well on podcasts and be funny. So it's interesting to see him interact with Karen. Yeah. Uh, so it's like an older sister, younger brother relationship. Yeah. So even before she asked me to do her pod, um, they were doing a show in Houston and I kind of just weaseled my way in and followed them to Houston and shot their sets there. We got a couple of heckler clips, which are pretty legendary. Um, my quality that is not close to where it is now. So I learned just so much then, but I think that me just putting myself in positions, just putting my foot through the door, figuring out later, um, you know, that's what's gotten me to any opportunities. Why would you say your clips back then were not as good as your clips today? Like, what are you doing Dude, today different that people I, can I, learn I'm from? still learning how to just do better things. Uh, I'm on YouTube every day. And my recommendations are just learning different things on Premiere Pro, effects, different styles. How do you feel about Final Cut Pro? I don't use... I mean, I just learned starting with Premiere Pro. Okay. And I'm only a year in. So that's just what I'm going to decide and go uh-huh. through and master. So how many um, clips now are you putting out a day um, in total? I guess not through just the one podcast you work on, I, and, you know, for other people too. Um, Doing a few a day? A few a day just for podcasts. People hit me up for stand-up clips. Uh-huh. I do a lot of stand-up clips. Yeah. And wh- what is this I see you're doing? Are you doing construction or what? What is this a so LinkedIn <laughs> situation I see you as you're untangling the cords it's down? Okay, it's all good. Um, so my first, like, real job was at WeWork. Oh, nice. I was just watching that um, we crashed. On, on Hulu. We Crash. You watch that, by the way? It's so fucking triggering. Really? Why? Because everything that happened in We Crash happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I got how? I got hired. I got hired in the midst of all that trouble. When so, like the evaluation just came out I mean, or like So I got I got IPO. hired um July 2019. Okay. November 2019 is when the evaluation came out and everything got fucked up. So um here I am not continuing school because I think I'm going to have a job for the rest of my life, secure benefits. Right. Move on to WeWork. I go to WeWork. This so is, you worked for WeWork? Or I, worked for, WeWork? I worked for WeWork Construction. So oh, we wow. Were, we're, that seems like a great gig, bro. You guys are going to exactly, take over the world. Exactly. The universe, even. Exactly. So we thought we would have just a job set for the long run. Years down the line. Like stock we options We have $45 billion right? dollars behind us. Right. Forty-five billion so stock options too. Maybe stock they options. Off, they're offering you that. Yes. Oh my. Everything. So like and I am twenty-two like Sorry, years old. I'll stop interrupting right now. Okay, go ahead. Twenty-two years old, sitting pretty, making under six figures, but I'm I'm like living the life. And there's room to grow, obviously. Absolutely. I was a assistant superintendent. <laughs> what does that mean? I would go to the job site early. I would check everyone in. I would make sure uh, everything's going to schedule. At such a young age, why did you? It feels like that's a big kind of power job, isn't yeah. it? You're like, do these, do these. Because yeah. even the super in my building. Yeah, I was bosses of people older than me. Okay, oh, and I was always talk, but I would always that taught me how to like you know, talk to people with respect, uh, keep people on the same level as you. 
always do that. Okay. Yeah. So keep, tell us a little bit more about We Crashed. We Work. By the way, it's on Hulu. If you guys no, haven't checked Apple that TV. out. Um, okay. Then I watched that. <laughs> I watched the first episode for free on Apple TV. Yeah. That's why I got it confused. If you have Apple TV, watch it. We Crashed with Jared Leto and Annie Hathaway's. She's so she's so good. <laughs> she and is he, good, dude. That voice. They're both good in there. That is really accent that Jared does is amazing, um, and triggering because it's so accurate. So you met so, Adam Newman a couple oh, times. I, I've never met him. He's been in the sixth. Was it six degree of separation? Yeah. So many times. Okay. Like, he's probably been in rooms thirty minutes before me. So just and because I would work um, in the headquarters for us and eighty five Broadway as well. Um, so, dude, the show. I would start watching it, and there was this one thing that um, Rebecca Newman said during the show that, uh, so WeWorks, <laughs> WeWork is a real estate industry, right? Yeah. They were trying to sell it as a tech industry. Okay. Rebecca Newman, her husband, would manipulate him and make him manifest things. to make. Well, she would manipulate him? And make manifest things to make them come true. Their success. They show this in the show a lot. Yeah. She would grab his head and call him a supernova. You are a supernova. Yeah. And one thing she said during, like, a conference, they would do these summer camps where they would get drunk and just fuck each other. Right. I almost went to one of those. It would have been in January after I got hired, but it never happened because we'll, we'll get to that part, but... She said that WeWork's mission was to elevate the world's consciousness. Okay. Do you know what WeWork is? Yeah. So, so wait, elevate consciousness as a real estate company or as a tech company? Like, she was trying to take well, over what Facebook? You, what do you think WeWork is? I think WeWork is just a place where people work in small offices and they will, like, take over. Let's say there are 20 stories in a building. This is my idea of WeWork. There's 20 stories in a building. The owner of the building has... 20,000 square foot on a full floor that yeah. he can't rent. He can't rent it to one specific tenant. So he rents it to WeWork. WeWork chops it up into 20 different cubicles, and then they rent it out to each one of those cubicles for $1,000 a month, something like that. That's, That's what I deem WeWork is. That's totally correct. That's the bare bones of it. It's a co-working space. So it's, it's a floor in a building that you go into. It's 24-7, usually, and it's a, it's a co-working space. And they, want, they wanted to sell it as a lifestyle like as kind of a cult i think that's a cult. also what it's they wanted you to, to spend your time there and life there yeah like we live we work yeah. we so, freaking bone whatever it is um unlike regular places of work of work they would have like beer on tap wine yes. on tap right parties all the time they wanted you to like live there so that's what they were selling so one day this dude in japan um, Masa, I forget the rest of his name, but he's in the Masa show. Masa Son, the guy who invested yeah, like Masa-san. $4.4 billion dollars yes. into it. Um, and that's where the push came from for all the uh, stuff growing around the world. And that's how we were attempted to take over the world. Yeah. But they were trying to take it over in not a real estate way, in like a holistic cult kind of way. Like you don't exist unless you live in the WeWork community. Exactly. You don't exist unless you're inside this special community. Mm -hmm. So when did it kind of, like, when did he kind of lose sight of just taking over buildings and putting in cubicles? Like, when so did that happen? When did he lose sight of it? Yeah. He didn't have a choice. 
Um, so the chair decided to remove him from the company. So he had, um, for a little bit, he had no control. I think he's back on the chair right now. Uh, he has a lot of money. He has about $1.7 billion um, as a, you know, take this and go. Um, he's still on the chair, I think. Um, you can check me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. He's still, like, involved a bit. But, yeah, he didn't have a choice. Is he going to jail? I know that there were maybe thoughts of that. In my opinion, I can't say, I, I'm honestly, I can't comment on that. Yeah. I signed something. Uh-huh. But what? Really? Yeah. That official? When did you leave the company? Um, I didn't leave. All right. Let's talk about comedy now. <laughs> Jesus, we're going to get fucking shot. Okay. So, um, so hanging out at the stand, that's really where um, I think you and I first met. And I've seen you at um, other clubs mm-hmm. in the city, of course. What do you enjoy most working with? comics on a day-to-day basis the thing i enjoy most about working with all the comics um i enjoy the camaraderie it's it's fun to like to hang you know it's cool um i enjoy putting out content for for everyone you know um i enjoy being involved in projects um yeah everyone's really fun and and great for the most part uh people who aren't or if they're not i stay away from them Uh, it's not a lot of the comedy community Mm mm-hmm but I, I love seeing people, cool people pop in, like Jack, Jim Gaffigan doing guest spots. Yes, doing the Ted Jones comedy show. Absolutely. He's the man. Yeah. Seeing him grow over like the years is crazy, because I grew up on like Netflix specials, and he used to do like, that high pitch voice. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he really doesn't do that on stage anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like, I appreciate his like um, evolution. Uh-huh. Kind of missed that, though. Um, but he's the best. Uh, everyone's cool. Everyone's cool. What was one of the first projects you worked on that you were like, "Oh wow, I guess I'm really in this thing. I'm really in this bitch." Uh, Whether it was like a project, a, a big clip that went viral, some shit like that. Oh, uh, a good one is not not specifically a project, but a Mama's Boy comedy show that we did. Um, it was a rooftop comedy show during the Prohibition era of comedy, where um, it was during COVID. And we would throw rooftop shows. I'm not going to disclose the place, but we did a rooftop show somewhere. And the cops showed up. And it was in the middle of Francis Ellis' set. And I was recording. <laughs> I think I actually remember seeing this. It looked like it was in the uh, backyard or something. And it, it, was one of the, it was one of the greatest moments of Prohibition comedy because you can just see like the look on the fear, <laughs> the slight fear, uh, quick fear on Francis Ellis' face. And he just like... Drops the mic, puts the mic down, walks away. <laughs> with his He's hands like, yeah, it's not my show. <laughs> it's That's hilarious. It's hilarious. That was one of my favorite moments. Favorite projects. <sighs> Only Fiends is my heart of hearts because it's my first podcast production. And, you know, uh, that always holds close to me because I messed up a lot. How? And ma- I made, I made not well. messed up a lot. Uh, that was stupid. I made so many, like, little mistakes that I think back to now and I'm like, Oh, stupid! If I if I only well, knew. what there was just like grammar audio, mistakes, audio, editing, audio, audio issues, cutting so up, lighting, to, camera. Do you remember we talked about this briefly at the stand? I asked Pat a ton of questions just about productions or whatever, and um, I was saying about how this podcast has you know just besides the the YouTube, the Instagram, the TikTok, the Twitter, wherever you end up putting clips or wherever you end up putting content, there really are so many jobs that you become good at. Like I was saying, the first 60 episodes, I really wasn't editing the podcast so much. I had somebody that I can rely on. But then, like, you become every single one of those little middle managers. Like you were saying, 
in doing the podcast, you had to become a sound person. And, you know, you're always wanting to put the, the sound level bars on like negative 12. And if you guys go back and listen to some of the episodes of Ted Jones world, sometimes the sound is off or maybe Pat would sound a little bit louder. And, you know, obviously not. We have everything evened out now, but like there are just so many times when it takes you an episode, an episode, an episode to really learn um, the trick of the trade, you know? Yeah. Um, I want to ask you a question. What, what decides to make you take like the leap and go into something, anything just like, this specifically well yeah. i worked at my dad's company for six and a half years i'm not sure if you knew that so um right out of college i didn't really have a focus and idea of what i wanted to do and there was an opening at his company real estate company so i was like all right cool this is a this will work so the first about like two years i got really involved with the company uh grew a slight amount of a passion for property management and being like oh i can take over this company one day you know when my dad kind of retires but then uh, like year three, four, and five, I started to realize that like there's not really a lot of room for me to grow. Like while I was learning something new like every day, whether it was, um, it was something about a boiler, something about pipes, PVC pipes, heating, floors, whatever it was, um, tenant issues, I was learning so much about the industry, but I just really wasn't happy doing it. And during the time that I was working for my dad, I was taking improv classes. I was doing stand-up very infrequently. Maybe I was doing it like once a month, but I really loved it, and I loved doing um, just entertainment of any sorts. Like in high school, I was doing it. college, I was doing it. And then um, once I really wanted to focus on is when I started the podcast, which is like after I had jaw surgery, I kind of had a little bit of an epiphany where I was like, I cannot chew. I can't talk to anyone. So did I was in my head, bro. Yes. Did you, I, did, I you did you did you call me through the wire? I did. I started this podcast. The first episode, if you guys go back to episode number one, uh, jaw surgery episode, it was like August 29th, 2019. You hearing you literally sitting in that chair talking like this. So Comedy I started the podcast. The <laughs> so I started before <laughs> I was ready, bro. And um, starting that first uh, episode, Back in 2019, I worked at my dad's company for about like another year and a half past that. And then I just decided that I wanted to do comedy. I wanted to do these podcasts, vlogs, put on the shows, do it full time. Now, was there so, a moment like in between where you're doing comedy during the Yeah, I, w- I was doing comedy when, when I was working at my dad's. But like I would just, I would be like the old stand all the time. And like one of my best friends in the space, Julio Gallerati, who obviously yeah, you yeah. met. Um, he had been doing comedy. I mean, since I, since as soon as I graduated from college and I was back in New York city, he was like a couple years into comedy, something like that. So I would follow him like to all these shows that he was doing. If he went to Brooklyn to a show, he'd be like, you want to come tag along? I'd go. And then I'd meet all these people. Like I've known Karen for I probably eight years, maybe even longer, wow. just from like the old stand. So I've known all these comics just for a very long time, just from hanging out. And, um, like, doing a sketch. Like, I we did a sketch with Karen. It was called The Face. Have you ever seen The Face? I've show you The, the face. face. It's basically, like, Julia, Julia and I go to a bar, and the bartender's like, hey, aren't you those famous guys? And we're like, look, man, we just want to have a <laughs> beer. And then the whole premise behind it is, is that, like, we have this famous, like, viral video where we're like, <laughs> we just do, like, The Face. And John's like, I love you guys. You guys are really <laughs> hilarious. And we're like, all right, man, like, cool it down. And then, like, Karen is at the end of the bar. She, like taps this girl on the shoulder and she's like look at those guys over there and karen's like karen does the face <laughs> and then i finally clicked when i was just like all right i had this jaw surgery i'm starting this podcast i'm 29 years old i gotta move forward to what i really want to do and then that's where i am right now bro dude so that, that's it's very similar to the way i left construction transitioned into comedy you work for your dad i didn't work for my dad work for your daddy yeah I, I worked with my brother-in-law at, oh, wow. at his company 
So your so your this is after sep- your sister's husband though. Yeah, sister's. Hu- no, I'm sorry, my sister's husband's brother. Is he still my brother-in-law? Sounds like your uncle-in-law. Let's let's get a check. Somebody comment that. in the comment section below. <laughs> yeah, come on, guys. Well, he's my he's my brother-in-law's brother. I'm gonna so, write down. Go ahead, though. This was my first construction job after WeWork. Sorry to get back to WeWork. So, <laughs> but between WeWork and this job, I was doing comedy production and producing shows. So getting a new job while producing comedy, I'm like, hey, do I still want to produce shows? And where do I want to be? So during that time, I watched a lot of podcasts on YouTube. Ted Jones World. Ted Jones World, Impulsive, you know, Flagrant 2. <laughs> and it inspired me. You know, I wanted to be like, I want to be like Pimpy. Homeless pimp. He's yeah. in my club. And he's he's. I don't know him if he he's if he's probably watching right if now. He, what does he do? The Chrissy. Chrissy he does D Chrissy, one. He does Chrissy D and um he does Sal Volcano and Joe Rosa show. Okay. But before that, he would come shoot Mama's Boy, and he has a picture of Jared and I just like <laughs> yelling at each other, having a conversation, or being in the midst of uh, a show. He's like looking down at his phone, stressed, and I'm like, "Hey, Jared, what are you doing about this thing next?" And he captured that moment, which is pretty cool. Um, but Homeless Pimp, I've always liked loved his work. And when I saw he started doing production in that sense, I was like, hey, this is something I can do as well. Like, I have these connections. I've always wanted to produce podcasts, do video. And the opportunity came with Karen. I jumped right into it. And now, producer. So what's your favorite part about producing the podcast? Because to be honest, when I have some things that I do, I'm like, ugh, do I really have to do that? And, like, obviously I love every part of it, but sometimes I'm just like, oh, this is going to take a little bit. Maybe I don't want to do this My, right my favorite part of producing the podcast yeah. is simply just the people on it. Like, I only do work with with people who I find funny, um, that I enjoy being around, that make me laugh. And if I'm, if I'm not laughing during the production, I'm out. Yeah. And so, I mean, you've been pretty lucky, though, in that you have had a bunch of people that you like working with. I love Karen. I love I love Jared. Uh, Tobin uh, has been, I've been early around him for a long time. Mm-hmm. He, he put me on his podcast a year ago with Jared. Uh, he called it Pat Samaha's introduction, <laughs> just to, to comedy production. It was so funny. Um, and then I now I do a new one. Uh, I don't know if I can announce it, but Tanner Burner. I do I do her pod with uh, her her pal. Oh wow! And I find Ver- Hannah very funny. You have to find out if we um, can I'll, put this, this in. I, I did my. Wait, can we can we put this we, in? I think we can. Well, we'll find out right now. Either we're freaking editing this part out, or hello behind the scenes, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. My, I shot my first pod last week with her and her her friend, who's they're from. Reality. Who's she doing it with? They, came, they come from reality oh, TV Paige? with Paige. Oh, so I'm so doing, doing giggly, giggly squad. squad. But like, yeah. I feel like they're gonna get so much more traction. Yeah. Than well, now that Paige is here. Okay. Uh, we can do more, I guess. So, last night, Hannah. Were you at the stand last night? I was not. I think okay. I'm going later, though. Okay. So I'll be there. Um, yeah, that's that's basically where I Nice. So, you have three podcasts right now. Three podcasts And right this now. is, I mean, you're doing this full-time. It turned into full-time. I thought, I'm, I, thought I was still going to look oh. for work, still hop into full-time in construction, and I thought I would be leaving this role behind again, which is, it's really, like, it's, it makes me anxious. Because it's like, but you're here, man. Know. Like everyone knows you at the stand, and like anytime I go to a show and I see you, it seems like you're surrounded by a lot of people who do know you. So it seems like you're in the freaking space now, man. Uh, I'm in this. I'm in the space. I'm in the mix. Um, yeah, I'm trying to make this a career. Absolutely, brother. Me, right? As you should, dude. As, As you should. I love should. that attitude. As you should. Oh, so I gotta say that with, with more conviction. Yeah, say it. Come on, let them know. I'm trying to make this a fucking career. Let's go. Cool. Oh, 
So you are there every time it's shot for those three episodes. So you, it's three days a week that you're spending an hour at these people's houses. Yeah. Is that too much for you right now? Or are you okay doing it? Uh, so I travel from Staten Island. Uh, that's probably the only hiccup. Okay. Which is, it's fine. I just drive. Everything's in Manhattan. And once right. I get to Manhattan, that's all I care about. But. And how? what days are you doing the podcast now? Are they spread out? Or are you trying to bang out two in one um, day? I probably do either two or three days. It would tend to, like, throughout the end of the week. So what does your what does your process look like? So for here, I process. Uh, so get, I'm shooting ahead. a pod. Yeah. I'm taking it home. I got the audio and video, right? And I'm put, plugging SD it together. SD card and SD card with the adapter. They're throwing them, I'm throwing them on my, my big desktop with my three large oh, monitors no, in front want, of me. I want a big desktop like that. Yeah, you got to come. I know when we get you the new apartment, come. but I am coming. Because I have a little studio in my, uh, my living room that we shoot Love Caddy's podcast and go follow Love Caddy's on Instagram. Sorry for the plug. And we, yeah, so I have that big computer and we uh, edit cuts with Zooms, my, my signature. <laughs> <laughs> but in the, be- in the beginning, okay, syncing up the audio and vidding, the video, the first couple of seconds. I'll mm-hmm. ask you this because I do have a question. I do see... The um, now, what even though sometimes when I press the record button on the audio and the record on the video at the same time, they don't sync up at the same time, which I find weird. What, what's what's different about the two? Is this a is this a trivia question yeah. that you're asking that you already know? Yeah. So well, I'll tell you. Where are we? Sound travels faster than than sounds, uh, video. Is that sound, sound travels <laughs> slow, slower, slower than video? Uh, in this so, in this case, so this particular we have two. We have two uh, forms like, of audio. So I should press the the road first, and then. So do if the, I if I clap right now, yeah, that was at twenty eight oh seven, right? Um, well, I don't know. Hopefully we didn't. Well, hopefully we didn't edit anything out. Yes. Okay. But. <laughs> uh, unedited it was twenty eight oh seven. On the camera, it would it would probably be maybe a second off because you started at a different time. So when you see the bars on the audio, you want to start the mic a half a second before the camera because the. Audio from the mic is coming before the camera. So if you do that, you'll see it come on time. Okay. I need to, I need because to look at that. Because if I clap, this one's going to hear it first before that one. Right. Because it sound travels. Right. And you're also closer to the microphone, which yeah. is right if here. I clap, if I clap on, on down the street, okay. you're going to see me clap. But you're going to hear it five seconds later. I love it. Freaking physics here, guys. So we have had a number of comics that come on the podcast. Dude, I got to tweet that. And any what? <laughs> I got to tweet that. Physics? If you, if you clap down the street, you'll see it. But <laughs> you'll hear it five seconds later. 10,000 retweets. I like that. <laughs> so, uh, and, and as I was just saying, um, have had a number of podcast, a lot of comedians on the podcast. And I always encourage comedians. I'm like, you should have a podcast, whatever. It's part of comedy. You know, it'll only help you if you have a talking head podcast. Uh, so for anyone that's kind of trying to start a podcast, I briefly told them about it here. How would you suggest that one person does it and does it for an affordable price? If you want to start a podcast for an affordable price, you have an iPhone. Um, get some sort of recording Zoom device uh, for your audio because that will be the best quality. Um, something. It can be any price range. If you want to go higher, go higher. If you want to go lower, go lower. This is a good uh, board you have here. I'm kind of yeah. a little jealous. So right it. here, this board, I this believe, was, you tell me, I believe it was f- either I think it was 499 or 599 uh, I think it was 6 600 699 600 It was 600 yeah. I think they raised 6 to $700, uh-huh. but it could be cheaper now. Um, I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, so you can put many things on it. You can put a phone on it. I like that. You can mm-hmm. grab some phone calls in. That's Bluetooth, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. 
So in starting a podcast, get a get, get something. A board. It doesn't have to be this. Do you need a producer? You don't need a producer. You need something. You need at least something you want to do or talk about. Would you suggest that people just start with audio and then get video later, or is video just as important as audio? You have an iPhone. Just set up your phone. You're not going to be on your phone during the podcast, anyways. Turn on Do Not Disturb. Start hit hit record. Hit record the audio. Don't forget. <laughs> Sync it up later. And, uh, dude, you have a podcast. There's nothing to a podcast but the work. How do you... So if you, you want to do the work, yeah. you'll get it. You use Anchor for your podcast? Um, we have Blue, you Blueberry. Okay. Is that a subscription another, another service? service yeah. so I was using Libsyn initially, but then Anchor and Spotify. So generously offered to put the Spotify video of the Ted Jones World podcast right here. If you guys are watching on Spotify, yes, we have the exclusive video. It absolutely looks great right here. But um, besides that, uh, Anchor has just been great for the podcast. So I don't know if you're looking to switch, but I would always recommend uh, I was Anchor looking to anybody who's um, trying yeah, to everyone, do it. Everyone uses Anchor. Yeah. They're good. So, dude, you're doing three podcasts a week now. Are you doing three separate clips for those podcasts a week? So, clips, kind of all over so, the place? so clips um, I either just go through the episode, do timestamps, and then send them to whoever's podcast it is. And if they like those timestamps in the episode, we'll do the clip. Oh, wow, bro. So you're doing a lot of legwork. So uh, well, I watched the episode. I, yeah. So I watched the episode twice, and then, well, that's through editing, and then... Right, the first the time. So the first time you do edits and timestamps, yes, and then I watch the clips again. Do you ever have an issue with a guest taking a little bit more time than like you had already edited it, and then they're like, "Oh, by the way, fifty-one minutes and forty-three seconds to fifty-two minutes and thirty seconds." No, you gotta no, edit no. Out. We we establish like, like if you want to take anything out, let us know right away. because it comes unlisted, so they can see it before it comes. Posted. What do you mean it comes unlisted? Unlisted means like on the YouTube, I can post it without making you it put pub- it on the private without making it public. Yeah, and then that link is just a link, and you send it to all the guests before you post or now only on sometimes um, guests or pod hosts. Yeah, what do you mean? So, so what I send to Karen or what I send to guests well, that are say, Karen's podcast? Yeah, like when she has a guest on the podcast, do you send the unedited version to them first and let them look through it, or you do your work first and then send it? At, at OnlyFans, we're unedited. We're, we're raw. We just put it, everything out. Um, the comedians who come on are usually of that nature. Uh, they don't typically want anything out of the podcast either, and they do that the same way. Uh, it's cool. Some people do, do it. Some people don't. Uh, it depends on your style. So the most editing that you're doing is the Zoom jump cuts and anything extra you're putting into the video. Yeah, I'm just kind of between your, your faces and... Yeah, back and forth. That's fun. The zoom, whatever. Um, you have to you have to have a comedy sense too. You have to like emphasize like where the funny parts are. Like, if someone's making a funny face, put it on them. You know, uh, I'm not I, I'm not a comedian like a stand up, but I feel like my comedy is through like the content that I make. I guess through other people. Uh, I've been watching stand up since I was a little kid. Yeah, Netflix kid. Netflix kid. My parents showed me like YouTube stand up when I was like since I was twelve. So the first special I actually watched was. I don't know if you know it, Axis of Evil Comedy Tour. It's with Maj Jabrani, Ahmed Ahmed, uh, Dean Obidala. I know Maj, but that's the only guy I've heard of. Dean Obidala you may know as well. But it's a bunch of these, like myself, Middle Eastern white dudes doing comedy. I was like, hey, I'm a Middle Eastern white kid. you Middle Eastern? A Middle e- what are you, Turkish? A Middle Eastern. Are you Turkish? Uh, I'm Lebanese. Uh, is that close? That's literally that's the heart of the Middle that's East. That's offensive. Oh, it's okay. the heart of the Middle East. All right, we we created the alphabet. Oh, 
All right. So we were the Phoenicians. When's the last time you were in Lebanon? Uh, 2017. Bro, when was that terrible, terrible that was la- nuclear? That was last year. Do you know what I'm talking about? So that was the firework explosion in okay, Lebanon. That's what it was. That was the f- old firework warehouse or whatever. No, it's, that was crazy. Yeah, it was next to another thing that was explosive. So it just created a big mushroom cloud explosion. My cousin sent me a picture of glass through a stem on his plant. It was just like a great representation of like uh, pain. Yeah. Well, how much room do you have for another podcast potentially? Or are you kind of putting the uh, limit on three? I go really slow with with the like work I take on. And I'm very careful. Um, I, I I seek value in, in in people if I believe in them, and. I really, at this point of where I am, I'm either jumping between a career where I'm going to succeed in the long run. So, how do I put this? I w- I'm going to be selective of, of who I take on. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't, because I've taken on other people and the, the intentions weren't to grow. Before, what do you think the intentions were when you started? When somebody starts a podcast, when, when someone starts a podcast, I want the intentions to be to want to to want to go somewhere with it. Like, do you want to grow? Do you want to be number one? You know, I don't want I don't want number two. Absolutely, bro, I love that. Like, I want number one. If I if you're not number one right now, and I believe in you, and I want to take us to number one, let's take us to number one, and I'll and I'll, I'll try to do that to get there. But the mentality, even. Even if we don't hit number one, have the mentality and be like, hey, I want to be number one. <laughs> you know what I mean? And people either want to do it passively, which I don't understand. I know you don't do this passively. It's just like you, your heart is in this. You wouldn't have drew this. This is on purpose. This isn't an accident. You guys see this? Behind you, don't, you, don't fucking, you don't fucking draw like this by accident. You draw like this on purpose. Dude. Like that dude, dude, it was so funny. I literally was on my hands and knees here. I went to the Blick art, art material and I was like, all right, I will try and make this. I don't even I know this. as me as possible. There's no thickness to the font. Yeah. You have to try to read it. It's, <laughs> I love it. Thank you, dude. I really appreciate that. I I deserve more compliments on the background, guys, if you can notice. But you're doing four podcasts now a week. Are you not? Well, including three, the one. Three. Yeah, I, but you're I doing also, one on your own. Oh, yeah. The one on my own is a podcast, but those guys actually edit. Okay, so you're kind of uh, uh, they th- come to my a, crib. A third partner on it. They come to my crib. I'm a third partner on it. Okay, um, so you're not like produ- the full producer. I'm a pr- behind the camera producer. They want to put me on camera so bad. So they got to give you at least a mic, man. I have you a mic. Need- oh, you got the mic there. I have a mic. Okay, but do you have a I mic? I chose go- not to go on camera. Okay, yeah. So you don't really like being on camera so much. Like this is no. The most- I always have a mic though. This is the most time you spend on camera though. This is. The most time I will spend on camera. So you just like the production and you like the I'm just kind of being the director behind it. Yeah, producer, I want to be I want to be a great producer and, and director one day. You know, I want to be should I say it the next Lorne. I want to yeah. be like the next good comedy producer. You know, I want to I want to direct specials. You know, that could be cool. Dope, dude. How many cameras do you have? I have two cameras. And an iPhone. Okay. One. iPhone counts as a camera. Does it? All right. Use, you your, use your iPhone. iPhone camera is a great camera. People don't put out content because they don't have a good camera. That means nothing. You have an iPhone. I just use the ZV-1. I've heard a lot about me potentially using the, the iPhone. But yeah, people, I don't think, use the iPhone enough. The ZV-1's great because you take it serious and want to move on and you've done content before. But people who want to start and like 
the excuse not to start is that they don't have a good camera. Like that's not really a good excuse. Uh, Jared, he, he does sketches on his phone. He doesn't. Have, he knows I have a camera. He doesn't want to use my cameras. He knows he could. You have one film and one photo, or no, both I have, film? I have two digital cameras. And what do you kind of look for when you pick out cameras? And like, how much um, were your cameras? I like Sony's. It depends on everyone's taste, but Canons or Sony's for video. Um, I like Sony's because sometimes you can go a little unlimited with the, with the uh, recording time, um, and but quality is great. And we're in a digital world, and we're in a mirrorless world, so those cameras are great. Are you bringing your camera to all the time, like all the podcasts, like your specific yeah. camera? You bring it all over the place. Mm-hmm. I know how much time it takes me to put together like the podcast and uh, the blogs. You know, it's a ton of editing. Do you find that? Um, sometimes you're slightly overwhelmed because of what date you have to drop the podcast. Like, are all the dates that you're working on right now spread out? Like, one's released on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, then Sunday. So I used like to have really bad anxiety the days up upcoming to the days because dude, I wasn't sometimes because sometimes the YouTube will take like three hours to do. Sometimes, but I've learned just trial and error throughout everything. Throwing myself into the fire, I've gotten better at it and I've gotten faster at it. And I designate the days I'm going to do. I don't miss days. What which, do you mean? Which is, I don't miss days like editing days. Like you edit every day. Edit every day. Yeah. And same. I don't miss days. It's it's a crazy world. But you love it. I love it because I'm laughing all the time. Dude, I find that the same thing. Like when I'm watching my vlog, I love seeing like how I'm going to put it together. Like I'll shoot yeah. like for an hour and I'll be like, oh, did I really get anything? And then when I'm putting it to a six minute video, it really, it just starts to flow. It bothers me when people don't want to watch, watch themselves. Like yeah, do, that's, do, a, that's doing, a little weird, too, sometimes. I don't understand that. Doing or, stuff like they love. I've also found that, very rarely, like, maybe there are 5% of comics that, at every Ted Jones comedy show, we have a photographer. There are probably 5% of comics that, like, the photographer will ask them, oh, you want to take portraits, or can I take pictures of you on stage or something? And the, the comics won't want that. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe in the past, they've worked with photographers that don't take such great p- pictures, and then they think they look bad on stage or something like that. But, um, yeah, like, especially in the industry that we're in, I mean, anything that's really in front of camera, you got to get used to hearing yourself and watching yourself. What else do you want to let the viewers want, of the Ted Jones World let, Podcast know? I want to let the viewers know whoever is on my team. I want them to go to the top. And that that's that's all I want them to know. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Pat? All right, man. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, brother. Pat Samaha, Ted Jones. producer every extraordinaire. Every, what? Every time I see you, Ted Jones, I go, Ted Jones. And now I do it to only you. Absolutely. You got to love it. Ted Jones World Podcast, Pat Samaha. Guys, check out Only Fee Hands and the other freaking podcasts that you're working on. Also, shout out your Instagram really quick. Pat Samaha on Instagram. My nickname is Patty Clips. Um, and I have other nicknames that I don't want to say. <laughs> Absolutely, guys. We'll see you next time. Peace.